0: Hey, girls, so excited for today's episode. Thank you for being here, for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. You know that this is not just a podcast. It is truly a sisterhood. Hey, listen, today's episode is all about your story. And my amiga and former podcasting client, Mariana Monterubio, is joining me to talk about her story, the power of your story. And what inspired her to launch her podcast? So we are going to be talking all about that. And girl, you know, as with all cafecito chats, we talk about a little bit of everything. But let me tell you a little bit about Mariana. First of all, she's amazing. She's super smart. Um, and she really has a heart to impact women. Her story is powerful. I really believe that this episode's going to empower you to be a mommy on a mission. Okay, so Mariana is from the Texas Gulf Coast, from Galveston, Texas. She's a woman who loves the outdoors and enjoys her coffee, her cafecito, and her conchas. She's a wife, a mom, a yaya, a life and career coach and now a podcaster. She's a mujer who wears a lot of different hats. She's also a part-time veterinary assistant who loves her fur babies, especially her bulldog, Daisy. So you see why Mariana and I became amigas, right? Because she loves her cafecito. She's amazing. She's also a faithful mujer. And I just love women who Man, they're just so powerful. And they're able to impact women with their stories. So you can actually follow Mariana if you go to at Ola on a mission on Instagram. And then on Facebook, it's at Mommy on a Mission. You can go to her website, mommyonamission.com. Mommy is spelled M A M I. Okay, so You are going to find out why she picked that title because she is on a mission to empower mujeres alcanzando metas imposibles. So, girl, she's a powerhouse. Let me just tell you, she is on fire. And I know that this episode's going to bless you. So, go check out Mariana's IG account, give her a follow, and go listen to her podcast, Mommy on a Mission podcast. Share it with your amigas. Share this episode with your amigas because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. And before you go, let me just let you know that Mariana is hosting a three-day online job readiness workshop from November 8th to the 10th from 10 to 11.30 a.m. to help prepare you for your next job search. This event is absolutely free free. And by attending all three days, because it's three workshops, you will have your resume prepared by Mariana plus a 45-minute complimentary one-on-one consultation that is a $125 value. So if you want to know more about that, you can head over to Mariana's Instagram, which is Mission, or you can click on the link in the show notes so that you can RSVP for that. All right, amiga, God bless you. Enjoy this episode and share it with your amigas. Hola, mujer. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girls, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business, one cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood, and to Together, we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab yourself a seat and let's do this. back to a new episode of the Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're back to join me for another cup of virtual cafecito. And I'm really excited because I have an amazing mujer on the podcast today and she is doing amazing things. So Mariana, I want to welcome you to the Fearless Mujer podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes. Thank you for being here. So uh, before we dive into our topic for today, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do? And I definitely want to know more about your your business, your mission of Mommy on a Mission. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Absolutely. So again, my name is Mariana. I am from the Texas Gulf Coast. I'm actually from an island called Galveston, Texas, born and raised. So I am a Tejana by heart. Love the Tejano music. Um, You know, and I'm a mom. I have five kids. Uh, Three of them are adult children. I have dogs. So if you're a fur mom, hello. I am. (laughs) I am too. (laughs) I'm a fur mom and I'm a yaya. You know, Aww. and so, um, but yeah, so Mommy on a mission is actually the name of my business. It's Mommy on a Mission Life and Career Coach. I've actually been a coach for the last fifteen years. I've been coaching men and women, but my heart's always leaned more towards the women. um I've serviced women from domestic shelter centers, um recovering drug addicts um I've also worked with ex offenders in the past. Uh, But my heart has always been, like I said, working with women, empowering women and, you know, letting them know that they, too, have a story that they can tell um, and that their dreams doesn't have to end. So which mommy on a mission, mommy stands for Mujeres Alcanzando Metas Imposibles. And we're here encouraging Latina women and all women to reach their impossible goals one dream at a time.
0: Wow, that's so good. And I know when I met you, I was like, wow, like, you know, the whole mommy on a mission for me, like it it definitely aligns with Fearless Mujer. I just thought like, wow, I love to see women that are empowering other women and really building platforms to do that. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times uh, so many women have these aspirations to do bigger things but Absolutely. there's no affirmation right there's the doubting yourself which even when you're walking in your purpose and in your gifts there's still those doubts that try to creep in right and we have to kind of coach ourselves out of that so i definitely love what you're doing i love your mission i love your story i've gotten to know you um yeah. over the past i don't know what 2 3 months Um, And and you came out from Houston to my book party. I'm like, this girl is my friend. I'm keeping (laughs) her. (laughs) So, yes, I love that. And so I want to really talk about using your voice and why it is so necessary as women that we use our voice. So, Mariana, what does it truly mean to use your voice to inspire other people?
1: Well, listen, you know, for a long time, you know, especially with Latina women, but I think women in general, right? We're, we're told, you know, not to speak about things, right? That it's nobody's business. No one needs to know what's going on in your life. And we're told to just, you know, keep it under wraps. No one needs to know any of those things. But I disagree with that. I disagree with that for for many reasons. Um I believe that we should share our story. You know, there's power behind sharing your story and there's empowerment that comes along with it. There's freedom that comes along with sharing your story. Um there's this sense of you know just stepping out and, and letting someone know that hey, I know exactly how you might be feeling. You know why? Because I've been there before, you know, I shared a little bit with you about my story of my past. You know, I grew up in in a typical Hispanic home. You know, my mom was your, you know, Mexicana. She is from Mexico and she came into this country when she married my dad. And, you know, she was, she was just taught to be a housewife. You know, she was taught to be a housewife to take care of her home, to take care of her children. And that was it, you know, so mm-hmm. she didn't have that encouragement or that empowerment to go on. But even then, you know, my mom even suffered some things in her past, but yet it wasn't encouraged for her to speak about those things. And I think because of that, it hindered her from doing a lot more than what she was, you know, more so that she was capable of doing other things. And I think that hindered her. Well, me, you know, being born and raised in Texas or in America, right, we have a different exposure. You know, we have that exposure of, no, you know. No one's going to tell me not to do something or no one's going to stop me from doing something right. But when you have that conflict sometimes at home or when you have that conflict in culture where it's not encouraged and it's almost like you're fighting something right. You're fighting something um, bigger than yourself, I guess, if you will. And we're told, but still yet we're told to be quiet. We're told not to. And because of that, we start to shove things down deep, deep down inside. And it starts to affect us later on in life. So in my adulthood, what happened, you know, I, I end up not having those boundaries, not having that protection, not having that voice to be able to speak up and say no to certain things and just be able to accept things as they were, you know, the man, you know, he's the one that provides, yeah. he's the one that's going to dictate what happens or what is going to be done. And I find myself in an abusive marriage. You know, I've, I found myself uh, in a marriage that not only was abusive mentally, but physically, sexually, um, financially. And a lot of people don't think about that. A lot yeah. of women don't think about the financial abuse that goes along with it. And that financial abuse is some, is what Holds you back even more so, right? Than the physical and the emotional and the verbal abuse that mm. comes along. The financial abuse keeps you stuck because there's that be- there's that belief that I can't do anything because I don't have the resources or I don't have the money. He's holding on to me, and that's what he's throwing in your face, right?
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: It's that moment that you start speaking up and letting others. In when you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable in a place where you can speak up and say, hey, this is what's going on in my life, breaking that chain, breaking those, uh what, you know, as Christians, we call those generational curses, yeah. right? Breaking those generational curses and speaking up, there's that sense of freedom that starts to happen, yes. that starts to occur in you. And the more you speak, the more you become Empowered to save and more. And then you start attracting a different type of group of people in your life. Now you're no longer holding on to people that were holding you back from moving forward. Now you're attracting people that are empowering you to continue on to go on because why? You shared your story and they're hearing you and they're like, wow, I can't believe you've overcome those things. I want to be just like that too. And you're there to tell them, absolutely, you can. You can continue to move forward. You can continue to do this. Don't allow for anyone to hush you up. You know, don't allow for someone to tell you that you can't say anything when, yes, you can, because the minute you start sharing that story, the minute you start sharing your testimony of what you've been through or what you're going through and you allow for others to hear it. There is freedom in that. There is some strength that comes out of it that you didn't even realize you had. And then you charge it, change the dynamics. And because of that, because I was that person that started to speak up, it changed something, not just for myself, but it changed even my mom's mentality. Right. It changed. It's starting to change her Point of view of like, wow, maybe I could have been different had I had someone to encourage me, to empower me, to speak up. And I tell her, you can, you still can, as long as you're still. And I I had to throw back something that she used to tell me, you know, as I was growing up, I opportunity para todo, menos la muerte. Right? You know, you can't change, you can change anything. Except for death. Once you're gone, you're gone, right? But while you're still living, you still have a chance, you still have an opportunity to yes. change them,
0: Wow. Right.
1: So that's something that I, you know, always used to remember in the back of my mind. And then now as an adult woman, you know, I, I throw those words right back out there. Like, Mom, I'm on the You remember what you used to tell me? And she's like, I see, yes, I remember, you know. <laughs> But I tell her, I said, but those words, you know, were true to me. You know, I held on to those words because it's true. You know, um, you can change. They don't have to be major changes. But when you start making those small changes in life and when you start, you know, trying little by little to come out of your shell or, you know, speak up. The the amazing things that start to happen. Right. And Yeah. Allow, I mean, you're in a vulnerable state of mind too. Don't get me wrong, because you're you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable, you're allowing for people to have opinions about what you're doing, and especially from those individuals that don't have that voice, that don't have the strength to do it, they're still scared. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're the ones that tell you, no, you maybe you shouldn't say this, or maybe you shouldn't do it. like why are you telling people your business? And it's like, it's not so much that I'm telling people my business. I'm telling people my truth. Wow. I'm telling people what I've gone through. I'm not going to live behind that shame, that embarrassment, because I've lived that shame and embarrassment for so long. And then what happened? You develop some sort of guilt as well, because what am I doing here? What am I teaching my daughters? What am I teaching my sons? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know, not, not only do I have daughters, I have sons, but what am I teaching my sons? You know, I need to teach my sons too. That, um, it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to display those emotions, right? You don't have to hide behind that. And I think for a long time growing up, I saw that a lot, you know, and we hear that a lot. Uh, I remember you telling me or you sharing your story how you grew up with your father, right? That your father's the one that raised you. And, um, and so I think sometimes we, hold on to that machismo, mm-hmm. believe, right? That men are the strong ones. Men are the ones that dictate. Men are the ones that do this or do that or whatever. And they can't show emotions. No puedes llorar, no debes de llorar. You know, you're a boy, you shouldn't be crying. And that is so untrue even for men, Wow. you know, because if they're not al- allowed and I, and listen to what I'm going to say right here, because this is something that You know, in my marriage today, because I am remarried in my marriage today, you know, if my husband doesn't share emotions and if my husband doesn't allow himself to be vulnerable, then he's not going to understand the place I'm coming from when I'm showing emotion and when I'm showing vulnerability, right? Because if you're always, if a man is always taught not to cry, always be strong, you've got to be. El hombre, el macho, you know, of the household and cannot show any emotions because that's a sign of weakness. I don't know who said that, but whoever said that that was a sign of weakness couldn't be further from the truth because it's men that can share emotion that can understand that it's not weakness, that it's actually strength that comes from that weakness that is going to allow him to be a better spouse. a better companion and a better support system. And a lot of times we have that image in our head that we need to find that macho guy, that tough guy. because Sometimes we feel weak inside and we feel like we need somebody strong and that, that too can't be further from the truth. And so that's why with Mommy on a Mission, that's something exactly what I wanted to do is I wanted to show women that, yes, you have a voice. Yes, you can empower women. Yes, you can help make subtle changes, not only for yourself but for others. And yes, there are real men out there that share those emotions, that share that vulnerability. Are they hard to find? Absolutely, because it took me three tries to find it, and I got, I got, I stopped Don't they at number say three. Third times the charm. <laughs> yes. So true. And, you know, and my husband and I have been together 16 years. We've been married 14 years, you know, and, but it, it took me speaking out, you know, took me speaking out and it took me to release that baggage of what I was holding on from the past to be able to move forward. And I also um, wanted to share with other women too, that just because life started off wrong. Like in my twenties, I don't, you know, my twenties are a complete blur to me. I don't even know what my twenties look like because that's (laughs) where I lived the hardest life hardest, you know, things that were going on in my life. But there was something about when I turned 30 years old, when I turned 30 years old, my life started all over again. Right. My life started all over again. And I did leave that abusive marriage. I did speak up. And there was some women in Oklahoma City that worked with me that surrounded me in prayer. When I began to speak up, they were there for me. They formed this bond around me. They were in my life at just the right time, you know, for me to have that strength, to be able to move forward. And those moments when I was scared, I knew that I could lean on them because I knew that they were praying for me. When I was worried, I knew that they were going to be there because they were going to go ahead and pray for me. And they were there every step along the way. My executive director would tell me, she was Mariana, because I didn't have a high school. All I had was a high school diploma. I didn't have a degree. And she says, Mariana, you are too smart to not go back to school. And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, that's I'm a single mom with three kids making $9 an hour. What do you mean? Go back to school. Like, where is this going to come from? You know, like most of us, we go through financial aid and stuff like that. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And I took one course at a time through uh, the University of Phoenix. And I graduated with my bachelor's degree four years later.
0: Wow! You know,
1: and in that process, I met my husband, but it was hard. It was very hard because I was working at Jack in a box at the time I was, uh, with, you know, taking care of my children and I had to make that decision of moving back to Texas. I had to move back to Texas and in moving back to Texas. I had to, again, you know, that moment of vulnerability happen again. Why? Because you left married with this, this guy, this man that was supposed to be your provider and all your things and stuff. And you portrayed this, facade of being happy of being mm-hmm. in a great place and stuff, which was further from the truth. Uh, and then having to come back and having lost everything, lost everything mm-hmm. that I didn't even couldn't afford an apartment moving here. So I had a, ended up having to move in with my grandmother and my aunts and my uncles, you know, I, I moved in with them with my two kids because my oldest son was living with his dad. So I was living with my two kids and at my grandmother's house and stuff. And, They really surrounded me. You know, they really came together. They came alongside of me and said, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You just keep focusing on your goal. Wow, Your goal, your impossible goal. You keep focusing on that goal and you're going to see before you know it, you're going to see that things are going to happen. And when I tell you that that's what I started to do, I started to just take it one day at a time because it's a process. We talk about that, right? We talk about that you have this ultimate goal in life. And then if the process doesn't work out, if, or if, if what you're doing isn't working right, what happens to most of us, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get mad, and then we want to throw in the towel and like, forget it. I always relate this to weight loss we always want to lose weight, especially as when we always want to lose weight. We're always trying to get to the gym. It's no different. Everybody in January. We want to the lose weight, day. but
0: we don't want to stop
1: eating tacos. or con- <laughs> And so, right. And, and what happens is we have this big goal, right? And and we have it in our, in our minds that we have this plan. Oh yeah. We're going to go work out every day. We're going to stop eating all this junk. We're going to Slow down on the tacos. We're gonna slow down on the conchas, which, by the way, is my favorite food.
0: <laughs> my favorite I was gonna ask you food. that too.
1: <laughs> conchas y tacos. Uh, conchas for breakfast and then tacos for any time of the day. Um, but yeah, we have this plan, and then what happens when that plan, like if a day, a day goes bad? What do we want to do? We want to throw in that towel, yeah. and then we, well, what happens? We give up. We stop going to the gym. We stop. But why? Because the process gets harder. And we don't like the hard. We don't like that process. We don't like things being hard. And that's exactly what was going on in my life during that time is that I was going through a process. I was going through some hard things, right. That I fell into depression, deep depression, Mm -hmm. that there were times that it was hard for me to get out of bed because it's like, what am I doing here? And it's like, Oh my God, you know, I'm in this place. I never thought I would be in, you know, in my mind, I was going to be a wife. I was going to be you know, the mom and I was going to stay at home and all these things, because why? Because that was something that was taught to me. Mm-hmm. That was something that I was, I learned from growing up that that's what you do. Yeah, And that couldn't be further, further from the truth, not to say that you shouldn't be a stay at home mom, not to say that that's not a good goal for someone. But I knew deep down inside that was not the goal for me. I had bigger dreams and I knew God had bigger dreams for me because he would have never opened that that way for me. He would have never opened those doors for me to be able to move forward. And in those moments of depression and in those moments where I would just cry out, God was there every step of the way. Did I see it during some of those times? No, (laughs) but I felt it. I felt it because every day I was waking up and going at it again. Wow. And like I said, I wanted to throw in that towel and I didn't. And, you know, in 2008, I graduated with my college degree. My three babies got to see me graduate and get that degree. And then slowly, uh, I met my husband and I ended up, we ended up getting married in 2008 as well. Um, you know, and, and things just started to happen. But if someone would have told me that a long time ago, that this would be my life today, I'd be like, yeah, right. This nothing like that's ever going to happen to me. Right. Nothing like that's ever going to happen to me. And two years from now, I will be 50. So that was 20 years ago. Wow. That's incredible. that That was 20 years ago when my life started over again. And I can't even believe that it's already going on 20 years that my life started all over again. And yet the, you know, everybody has a quote in life, right? Everybody, uh, what do you call it? Um, when you've got a statement, that statement for life, I can't think of mission statement, I guess Mm -hmm. for life or whatever. And mine was always mommy on a mission, mommy on a mission. Every time I would go running, every time I would go do something, I was always using that hashtag mommy on a mission, mommy on a mission. And that was from 20 years ago, mind you, not knowing that today I would actually be having my own, you know, business of mommy on a mission, life and career coaching. And then now to go into podcasting as mommy on a mission podcast, and then to think about that word mommy, like mommy for us Latinas doesn't always necessarily mean mom. Right. right? We call right. each other mommies, yeah. you know, or mamitas. When we have our little girls, we call them mente mamita. Cause that's my oldest daughter and that stuck with her. So she's my mamita and Araceli's our little princess, right? Aww. So she's, mamita and she's princess. And so, um, but those are, uh, terms of endearment that we as Latina women use for each other. Right. Yeah. And so and it just all came to me, like, I wasn't even thinking of an acronym at all. And then God said, yes. Mommy, right. And why? Because I thought that I was never going to be able to reach goals because I thought they were too impossible for me to reach. And God said, no, it's not. And so that quote always stayed with me of Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that was my life verse. That was the Um, verse that got me going. That was the verse that I use to this very day. Of course, there's been other verses that have come into my life, but that one is always the one that sticks with me the most is I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength because even though I'm always viewed as a strong woman, right? Why is that? We're like the ones that are the risk takers. We're the ones that They say we're the black sheeps of the family because we're so vocal. I siempre andas diciendo cosas, and nadien te puede decir nada. You know, and it's always that, and they, and and it's something about strong women that women think that just because we're strong means that we can't be weak. And it's the same thing, just like I was saying about men. You know, it's about you're always, you know, you're just just, and then we hear that all the time that it makes us believe that, oh man, they think I'm a strong person. So I can't be weak in this moment. Yeah. You know, I can't show nobody my weakness or I can't show nobody my vulnerability. You know, that's because they, they, they're they seeing me as a strong woman. But guess what? That's where our strength comes from.
0: Yes, amen. Because
1: of the things that we're enduring, because of the things that we're going through, because of the things that we're able to endure. But yet even strong women need someone to lean on. Even strong women yes. need to Cry. Even strong women need to show that side of vulnerability because it's in those moments that we become stronger, right? Because God says, you know, in your darkest hours, I will be your light, right? In your weakest moments, I will be your strength. And it's okay to be weak in moments because that's where God's going to fill us with his strength to be able to go on. So we're not strong because we're strong. We're strong because God, in our weaknesses, fills us with his strength in order to be able to move forward.
0: Yeah. And that, you know, thank you for sharing your story, because I think it's so powerful when we can be vulnerable. Um, You just reminded me of one of my favorite scriptures, which um, says that my grace is sufficient. Right. And it talks about being weak, like God's power works best in our weakness. So I will boast about my weaknesses. And and that was Paul who said that, like, Mm -hmm. you're right. We're not strong because we're strong. We are strong because of God. And and when we're talking about sharing our story, um, I was raised the same way. Like, don't be telling people your business, right? And then growing up with with such a dominant male figure and then growing up in the hood, like, you got to be double tough. Like, don't tell nobody nothing. And Mm. it's not a great way to grow up. Because now you're never really being true to who you are and your feelings are never validated. And let's say that something happens now, your story isn't really validated. So right. many people are are holding on to these stories when they can really empower other people, you know, and I don't I don't think it's also uh, really about oh, because you're telling people your business. I really think that when you come to whatever it is, right? I really think that when you come to a place in life where you're like, okay, I'm going to share this. Now you kind of take that story back. And what I mean is how many people are telling stories about you, about Mm. that time you messed up, about the mistake that you made? Because I know I made a whole bunch of those, right? How many people are telling a story, a narrative about you. But yet you get to speak your truth and take your story back. And so, yeah, your voice and your story are so powerful. And really, I think what happens is that you find this freedom to no longer have shame around whatever it is that happened, right? If it was Mm -hmm. something bad. Um, And you're right. People look at you like, wow, how do I do that? Because when you share your story, when you open your mouth, and I think we've talked about this during other conversations, it's like, wow, you find healing, you find true healing
1: to finally
0: share the things that should have been shared a long time ago. And I think that everybody has a message on their heart. I think God puts a message on the heart of people, especially when, you know, they're his daughters and mostly my listeners are women. And God puts a message on your heart and you have to unleash that message. Why? Because other people really need it. I want to ask you, Mariana, what inspired you to finally say, I'm going to start this podcast. I'm just going to do it. (laughs) Like, I I don't care. (laughs) I'm going to do it. Because there's one question that a lot of people ask, a lot of women especially Mm -hmm. who aspire to have podcasts. They They ask a lot of questions, but a one main question is, Oh my God, what are people going to say or think when I finally
1: do this? So, yeah.
0: so just yeah. share with me, like, what inspired you to finally say? I don't
1: care what people think. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, funny story. So <laughs> I, <laughs> and I've shared this with you. So I decided, uh, you know, my husband supported me on this decision, you know, to launch out on my own, you know, it's cause I, like I said, I've been in the nonprofit world for the last 15 years um, as a life and career coach, and um, and I don't know, it, it was I got laid off back in March. No, not March. I, I'm sorry, I got laid off back in February, and then in March I started a new position, and I was only there for three months. And you know, but I don't know. There was a there was a tug at my heart. Anyways, long story short, my husband said, Maria, and I think it's time. I think it's time for you to go ahead and launch off on your own. You know, go go. You know. Go be on your own. Do this coaching thing because, you know, it you've lived it and you've you've had women, you know, behind you all all along, you know, to 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 do this. So I said, okay, great. And that's as far as it went. You know, I was just going to do this thing. And so, you know, we do research. Mm-hmm. Like I do career, I encourage all my clients to go out there and do your research on a job and do your research on the market and all that good stuff, you know, do your research. So like anybody else, I was doing the research on other uh, Latina life coaches just to see how, what they were doing, you know, to see how things were, you know, were working for them and stuff. And so what do I do? I start walking with my dog bandit and I'm looking for uh Latina life coaches on podcast. Still wasn't thinking about starting a podcast. And whose do I stumble across? (laughs) (laughs) Dear dear (laughs) fearless podcast. So I'm walking with you know with bandit and everything. And I'm listening to you. And you know, you're talking it it, it, actually was an episode about your voice, you know, telling your story and everything. And I was just, I laughed. And I've told you this story before that I'm, t- <laughs> I'm with Bandit. I'm walking down the street and I'm like, yeah, girl. Yes. I Yes, I hear you. Absolutely. And I'm talking to you. You're not even there. You know, this, and you're I'm, not the only one. People do laundry with me. And they're like, yeah, girl. Right. Like, yes, I've heard a <laughs> lot of things. Yeah. And so that that was exactly you know, like I'm talking in the street, you know, talking to you. You're not even there. Right. But there was there was a, uh, an episode where you were actually talking about using your voice and launching out into a podcast and stuff like that. And I was like, Hmm, Oh no, let me see. And, you know, I was just thinking about it. So I try the TikTok thing, doing little videos and stuff. And, and here's the thing, although I'm okay talking to people and I'm, I've done workshops and stuff, but there's actually something about trying to videotape yourself. And then you're right, you know, because this is what was going to stop me. Um, especially when it came to the videos and stuff like that, you see a lot of uh, negative feedback coming, you know, like, oh, and, and it's very much criticism of how you look, how you yeah. sound, what you're wearing and why do you say that? And all these disagreements and what have you. And so I thought I was like, uh, no, I don't know if I'm going to do this. So when then I started hearing about the podcast, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that either, you know? And I kept, I went back to you, finished up the episode and I started here and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. So I think I joined one of your groups, uh, no, the, on, masterclass. Maddie, the masterclass group about podcasting. And I was like, okay, well, let you know, let me see. So then I messaged you and everything. and And that process right there was a confirmation for me that this was what was supposed to happen. And what's crazy is that, A long time ago, you know, when you're in high school and stuff like that, you have dreams of what you think you want to be, right? And things start to change. But God uses, God places seeds in your heart for a reason. And then I'm going to go to why I'm saying that is because when I was 18, 19 years old, I actually helped a local television station with, you know, their equipment and everything. And I was going off with them and everything. And I decided I wanted to be, In on either radio or TV, actually, I wanted to be on Telemundo or Univision (laughs) and be an anchor and be like those women on there because to me, when I would see them, it represented a strong Latina independent woman, something contrary to what I was living before. So I always said, I wanted to be on Univision, I want to be on Telemundo, I want to be those women on the team, you know, reporting the news, you know, and things like that. And then, you know, here I am all these years later, you know, and like podcast is a way to do that. My husband goes, see, you always said you wanted to go on the radio or you wanted to be on there, you know, here's your chance. And I was like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) but then you started talking about, you know, how about your own, you know, fears about podcasting, you know, about your voice, how you would say that people would say you had a squeaky voice and stuff like that. and. Those were the same thoughts that I had, right? Yeah. But I realized that in sharing a message that this was totally what God was calling me to do because he wanted me to share a message and it wasn't my message. It's his message because it's no. not, we always hear that, the that, that it's not, it's not our story, right? Our history is his yes. story you know, our past, our past history, our life, it's his story to tell. Yes, he allowed for us to go through those things, but it's still at the end of the day, his story to tell. And he's using this platform. He's using this tool to be able to reach other women out there. And one thing that I loved hearing you say, you know, is that Yes, I'm a Latina. Yes, I'm an empowerment coach. And yes, I'm also on podcast, right? But I want to invite other women to go out there because yes, perhaps we all have similar stories. Yeah. We all have similar stories. We all have dealt with those emotions, but we all have a different, unique way of sharing that story. Yeah, absolutely. I believe everybody. If they may have heard it from you, but then they're going to hear it again from somebody else. And it's like lifting up these women. And like you said, you know, ours, our podcast is for women and more naturally leaning towards Latinas because that's who we can relate to. And that's who can relate more to us because we've grown up in those homes. We've grown up listening to similar beliefs. We've grew up listening to the similar structure Because that's our culture. Right. That's what we're accustomed. That's what we've listened to. And so there's going to be other Latinas out there that perhaps they heard it from you. But guess what? Now they're going to hear it from somebody else. And it's just going to be like this thing, like, oh, my God, there's more Latinas out there. There's more women out there that are that are that are speaking up about their past, you know, and that it's possible it's, it, it's possible to reach those impossible goals. I love that. Yeah.
0: That's like you know? your whole mission too. And That's it. it's women reaching yes. impossible goals. And I feel yeah. as a Latina, as a daughter of God, right. As a, as a woman, right. When we do it together, we make people better. When we do it together, it just happens so much quicker. So, so when we've been taught and I don't think it's just in the Latino culture but a lot in the Latino culture, right? Because I think early on, we were, we were, um, seeds were planted inside of our heart of like, mira tu prima, look what she's doing and the comparison, right? But I, I feel you. that, yeah, I feel that when we don't look at it from that perspective and our mindset is like, dude, we're going to help a lot of people, right? And I feel that that's really kingdom mindset, that this ain't about me, because that's one of mm-hmm. the things that I, I told you and I tell my other podcast clients is like your podcast isn't about you. Sorry to tell you that. Right. Like uh, surprise, surprise, because it's not right. It's not my podcast. Yeah, I put a lot of work into it. It's it's really my art. That's what I, I look at it as my art and my platform. But it's not for me because I'm not listening to my episodes. The only time I go back and listen to an episode is when someone messages me oh, when you shared this on this episode, or they tag me and I'm That's like, true. oh, what did I share? Oh, okay, now I know what they're talking about, right? So I think it's so powerful, Mariana. And honestly, truly for me, I get so overjoyed when I when I meet with someone and I hear their message. And a lot of times I hear women say, I'm all over the place. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm like, let me just show you. There's these little other messages But these little little topics actually make your bigger message. So I find it so powerful and I get so joyed when I'm like, oh, my God, here's your message. Like now let people hear it. And I think your message and your story is not it's not that it's inspiring. It is powerful. It is life changing. The things you've gone through. Yes. The things you've gone through. Where you're at now, like I admire that, and I think, like man, I can't wait to see like how many women are going to be changed because of your episodes. It's powerful. So that being said, um, I, I, you know, I could talk to you like all freaking day long. (laughs) Like seriously, um, what what can obviously her podcast is "Mommy on a Mission," um, but what can people expect? Like what you know what can they gain and and if it was this is what I say if your podcast was a restaurant what's the vibe like I think everyone loves the vibe
1: (laughs) so listen my podcast airs every Saturday morning at 8 a.m and I'm asking you to come into my virtual kitchen to have some conchas and cafe and let's just talk let's just have that you know that time to talk because there's something powerful when it comes to sitting down at a kitchen table, right. And you're drinking coffee. And that happens a lot, especially with us Latinas we yes. or Latinos in general, you know, it could be the six o'clock in the evening. And what do you do in Mexico? You sit outside and you're having your coffee and the panaderos coming out and wow. he's shouting and you go get your pan, right. And, but you're sitting there and you're having conversations. You're yes. just talking, right. And that's exactly what Mommy on a Mission is about. It's about come on girl, let's let's sit down, let's have some coffee and let's just talk, right? And what they're going to get out of Mommy on a Mission is they're going to get tools. So like I said, I was a, a life I was a life and career well I'm still am a life and career coach. Um and there's going to be some career life coaching twist that comes along with it because a lot of what I talk about is going to sound a lot like when you're going out looking for a career or looking mm. for a job because guess what? The tools are still the same. Yes, The tools are very similar. When you're going out there looking for employment, it's no different when you're trying to rediscover who you are. And so right now I've got four episodes under my belt already that I'm proud to say that are out there. Episode number one, (laughs) what's your price? Well, the welcome episode is number one. And then it's what's your price tag, right? It's about value and worth. It's about you know, when we're looking for employment, you know, when employers ask you that question, you know, what salary, what's your expected salary? And you don't know, well, guess what in life that can happen to us as well. People ask about who you are and you're stuck. You're like, I don't even know how to describe myself sometimes. Right. And so, um, like I said, that's why I'm saying it, it there's like, they go together. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the second episode is Um, It's all about investing in yourself. You are your business, right? It's all about investing in yourself. And I don't mean the typical oh yeah let me go shop what is it shop therapy and stuff you know me for one i'm not a shop therapy i can't go shopping <laughs> i don't even like malls and so that's strange to hear that i know ladies i'm sorry i'm not um, a big but, shopper either unless i need to get but, an outfit for something <laughs> but hey but amazon
0: is my friend but let target me say <laughs> no <laughs> we're over here giving them free promotion but that's a vacation in itself
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know but um, Um, But yeah, you know, uh, but it's really about relearning about yourself, you know, um, what it's investing time into yourself, you know, professional development. And that could be reading books that are going to help you change or look at different perspectives on life. Right. Or that's going to be about taking time to rest with yourself about dating yourself and i know a lot of people were like dating yourself what does that mean right but what that means is being by yourself and and just thinking about what you want what are your dreams what are those dreams that you put on that back burner what are those yeah. goals that you decided were too hard can we revisit those goals again you know it's really about taking that time you know and i i i said it in in one of my episodes you know that i date myself i go to the movies and I get to go for two hours and sit and watch a movie, just me by myself. No one, you know, there to talk to me, no one to share my popcorn with, no one to share my candy. I get to have all those things by myself, you know, but it's a time that I can and choose the movie of my choice. I don't have to yeah. ask anybody, what do they want to go watch? I can watch whatever the heck I want to watch. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but it's truly about just being with yourself and learning about yourself. And revisiting, because it's almost like when you're dating someone, what do you want yeah. to do? You ask every, you ask all those questions. You ask those questions, like, what's your favorite color? What do you like? What sport yeah. do you like? And
0: things like that. And you'll even so say like, like the- hey, I want you to go over here with me. Like, let's check
1: this out. Yes. Right, but yourself what, about, what about, yes. What about yourself? You know, like, what were those likes that you once had? What were those hobbies? What were those dreams? Wow. What were those aspirations? Re-ask yourself those questions. Date yourself. You know, and I always say, if you had a dating website for yourself, would you want to date you, you know, (laughs) think about that, you know, and you're probably like, I don't want to date that person. Right. Okay. But now you have an opportunity to change those things. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so I'm really looking forward to my next episode. So if y'all are listening, listen, it's going to be about branding your marca for life. And that one's going to be a good one because that one's going to talk a little bit about what do you want to leave behind? You know, what, what type of legacy do you want to leave? You know, what do you want to be remembered for? And so I'm so excited about that one. And like I tell you, so if anybody is trying to go into podcasting, it's scary. Yes. But the more you do it, the more you become comfortable in your in your shell and your own self, you know, and you'll be able to share it with more enthusiasm. Because trust me, y'all, it was <laughs> it was nerve wracking, but I I'm enjoying it and I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting, and that's the most important thing is that yeah. people, women are out there listening. And they're resonating with that message, and they're you know I've, I've already gotten messages in my DM that are telling me, hey, you know what? I heard your episode, and oh my god, you know, you know, can I talk to you about it? Wow. You know, and stuff like that, you know, or I'm going through something similar to that, you know, and I, you know, and you just helped me a lot, you know, and that's just y'all. That's just been in the last three weeks that that's I've been amazing out and I'm already hearing this, so that's why. As you were saying, Miguela, you know, there is power behind the mic. There's power behind your voice. There's power when you share. And remember, guys, it's not about your story. Just like you yeah. said, it's not about your story. There's power when you get to share God's story. Amen. When you get to share his story through your life, through what wow. you've been through. But you get to share that. And so I'm just so excited and I'm just so thankful, you know, I'm just so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for the assistance and the help that you provided me and making it so comfortable and making the process not be as scary as I thought it was going to be. Right. And it says a lot about you too, you know, um, about what you're actually doing, you know, what God's calling you to do. And I think that's a powerful thing in itself, you know, that you're uplifting other women because oftentimes what happens is when we see other women succeed, and it's something that you want to do or you're scared to do, and you're seeing them do it, and it's almost like, What happens? There goes the criticonas, right? They're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what she thinks she's better than me, or oh, yeah, what makes her so much better that I can't do this and stuff like that. And that's, and in life coaching, what we learn from that is that it's not, it's coming from a place of fear.
0: Yes, absolutely. When
1: they're saying those things, when those, Remarks or those reactions or those ways of saying it comes out, we as life coaches have already learned that it's not about me. Yeah. Right. They're projecting their fears. Yes. They're projecting their um, insecurity in those moments, right? But then you've got women like us that are saying, "Hey, girl, you don't have to be scared. I hear you. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be scared. Let me fix your crown. Yeah, stand and I'm like, Come Here, I'll show you how to do and it. Let me show <laughs> you how to do it. Let me show you how to do it because you're going to be able to do that. And that's one of the things that I used to share with my clients. You know. When my clients would come see me, excuse me, when my clients would come see me, I had even change how I positioned my chair. You know, it wasn't about me sitting behind a desk and they're looking at me. No, I would pull my chair up alongside of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we're going to have a conversation. Why? Because it's not about me being over you or you feeling, you know, superior. I mean, um, underneath me, you know, I'm going to share, share with you my story real quick. And then we're going to go from there because I wanted them to know that I, I too am someone that has feelings. I'm too, that someone that's been there. I'm too, that someone that's had, you know, some struggles in her life. And I want her to know and understand that I'm here coming alongside of you, you know, and again, it's all about that iron sharpening iron, right? That we're here to help embrace you, to help encourage you. It's not about me seeing you as another client. You're coming in here because you need someone to talk to. Well, guess what? I'm going to pull my chair alongside you and we're going to have a conversation. Let's talk about what's going on. And then let me share with you some tools, some resources, and something that's going to help guide you to continue to move forward. And that's what I want this podcast to be just like that. I want it to be seen as something that, hey, girl, I hear you. I see you. I feel you. Let's talk. Let I me share some, cool, let me share some resources. Let me share a little bit about my story. And let me let you know that what you see today, you didn't get to see the process. Yeah, You're seeing what God has already done, you know, in my life. And he's just moving me forward, but you didn't see the beginning. And I think a lot of times that happens, right? Women see the middle. They don't see, they they're in their beginning but they're seeing someone either in the middle or they've seen somebody already overcome a hurdle, an obstacle,
0: right? And they don't
1: see that process. They don't see that struggle. They don't see the tears. They don't see me crying in the closet many, many nights asking God, hey God, what's going on here? Surely this is not the life you had intended for me, right? Because there were many nights like that that I would be in my closet, but they don't get to see that. They're seeing the end result of what I've already gone through. Yes. And I'm here wow. to tell them, listen, girl, you're here, but I've already been through it. So let me come back here and I'm going to pull you forward. I'm going to share with you the tools and the things, because in order for you not to go through the same struggle that I'm, I've gone through, let me help you out. But here's some tools. Does that mean you're not going to work? Oh, no, no. You're going to still work right? Yeah. There's still some work to do. And and it's like I said, I always go back to weight loss because women can resonate with this a lot. And it's like, Hey girl, you're coming in to see the coach, right? But the coach isn't going to do the pushups. The coach yeah. isn't going to be doing the jumping yeah. jacks. The coach isn't going to be doing the running or the cardio and all that stuff. The coach is there to help guide you, give you the tools, give you the plan, right? And that plan can be worked out according to how you feel. But at the end of the day, you still got to put in that work right? Because you're the one that's trying to lose weight, not me. You're the one that's trying to lose weight. So I'm going to help you get there. And this is how we're going to do it. And if we need to tweak it up a little bit, we will, Yeah, right? for sure. And so we have to look at life that same way that we have the tools, we have the resources, and we're going to help you get through it, but there's still going to be some work and there's, it's going to be hard. You're not going to like it. You're going to want to throw in that towel, but guess what? I'm not going to give up on you. And I always tell my clients this all the time. I'm not going to give up on you until you tell me that's it. Wow. That's powerful.
0: That's yeah. so powerful. And I I was going to say your podcast is a reflection of, of not just your heart, but also, hey, grab a chair, come sit with me, and we're going to talk this out. And then mm-hmm. let me give you, like you said, let me give you those tools. So it is very powerful. When I edited a couple of your episodes and then, you know, during coaching, you're like, hey, will you listen to this? Like, I'm like, wow, this is so powerful. And I know that it's just going to bless and empower so many women. So I'm going to add the link in the show notes so people know where to find you. But how can people connect with you?
1: How and how do they listen
0: to your podcast?
1: okay so listen I am on Spotify I am on Google podcast I am on Apple I'm on Amazon music <laughs> so you can hear me from any of those um but you can also DM me at from at on Instagram at hola mommy on a hola mommy on a mission um I'm also on Facebook uh as hola ma, um no I'm sorry it's mommy on a mission sorry it's mommy on a mission on Facebook hola mommy on a mission on Instagram. Or you can go to my website at mommyonamission.com, send me a message, send me an email, let's connect. And also, if you want to have that 45-minute coffee break, reach out to me, let's schedule an appointment, let's talk, and I'm here for you.
0: Love it. Well, thank you, Mariana, for being here today. And to those of you who are listening, go check out Mariana's podcast, go follow her, I'm always all about, you know, sending you to the wise women because that's where you're going to really be empowered. And so share this episode with a mommy who's on a mission and I will talk to you next time. God bless. God bless. Hey, mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmuhammad.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless. Hey.